پادکست A very good evening to you and welcome to the program Nigeria at Sunset on J11.9 here in Jos. My name is Ponsag Fanab. It is indeed a special, special um, Wednesday evening here. Uh, today is the 28th day in the month of October 2020. Good evening, Ben. Um, how was your day? How is it going? Well, it's been good so far. Um, we've been following events uh, in Lagos. Uh, the panel of inquiries to look into the um, the NSAS or uh, the events. Now, let me put it that way: of the 20th day of October 2020. Uh, uh, the one a lot of people trended on social media as Black Tuesday, and there's been a lot of revelation. You know, allegations or accusations, uh, you may say, and counter accusations. Uh, the state government of Lagos saying they didn't invite the army. The army said they were invited. The it won't be division says this and that. So, um, I think this is the idea of the panel in the first place to bring everyone to a round table. People are already submitting, you know, uh, uh, let me put it this way now cases, pictures, evidences. And I think at the end of the day, I was talking to a friend of mine this morning and I said, if we didn't gain anything out of all of this, um, it's a signal that we sent clear to the authorities, to the political elite that um, if things don't get done properly, they will come back. And when I say we, I mean the young people that have chosen to take advantage of the numbers. And, you know, if you look at the events of the last few weeks, and you look at the significance of a day like this, you know, in the history of politics and leadership on the plateau, uh, a day where, uh, you know, we've come together to rather than mourn, but celebrate one of the illustrious and the most, one of the most dynamic young people in pl- on the plateau. I mean, I met late distinguished Senator Janice Park when I was in my sister station, I gave him an interview, and I must admit that leading into the election of 2015, uh, he showed me that he was a man that understood the fiber of Plateau State. I watched his interview again, I think, on one of the national TV stations, and you know, you could see how passionate he was about developing Plateau State, and most importantly, uh, the leadership template he put on the ground for Plateau, young people on the Plateau to find. And if you look at it, one of the problems we've had in Nigeria has been how shallow the leadership pattern we have. We've not had people, we've had a set of politicians that would rather use us and dump us. Uh, we've not had people that would rather give us a platform to develop our skills. I mean, like, you know, my mentor would always say that there's even between talent and skills. And I think that was exactly what, you know, late JNS Project represented. Unfortunately, we yeah. couldn't have him for so long. And that's why we're here today, Ponsar. Yeah, well, this is a sponsored program from the JNS uh, Foundation. And, you know, uh, people just came together and, uh, you know, said like, look, uh, they want to immortalize some of their ideas and some of the things that uh, they let Senator Gyang Yam Shom. Lots of people don't know that that's his name. They just know him as. I just, I just, just I just got yeah. that today. Yeah. So Gyang <laughs> Yam Shom, uh, that was his name. You know, I, 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 there are lots of things really to remember. You know about uh, the late Senator Genius Pajong. But uh, we are not here to do all of the talk. We have lots of people in the studio. Uh, the pioneer statist. Uh, General of Plateau State, that is Honorable Pamsin Dagiad is here, so I'm going to open the mic for him to say hello uh, first um, because, you know, he's the uh, big cat in the house, so to say. So, good evening. Thanks for coming. It's been a while. Good to see you, sir. I don't know if the big cat is in here, <laughs> but uh, good evening, Ponsa. Good evening, good people of Plateau State. 
Yeah, well, um, uh, we have, uh, it's not new here, um, uh, that is, uh, okay, I just, uh, the, I know his name, but the, the, oh, me, let me tell you, for, for some time now, I've been trying to get John Barling form, okay. if you know, he has been here maybe twice, yeah. so anytime I call him, he always tells me that, Posak, I'm driving to Joss, mm. so uh, this my friend, his name is John too, but uh, his name is John Keller, so, but when I wanted to say John Keller is John, John Barling form, you know, that came to her. I'm like, I was this. So, good evening, John Keller, and thank you for uh, coming. Good evening, Plato, and good evening for having me. It's been a while. We're so glad you're you're here. And, you. Well, I think this will be my first time to interview this, my dear friends, two of them, uh, Victor Meshak Jato, also known as uh, Victor Wartz. Uh, he's here with us. Good evening, and thanks for coming. Yeah, thank you. Good evening, Plato. Good evening, listener. Thank you. Nice for having me. And well, this is the first time ever for me to be in the studio with him. That is Mr. John Huaradong. Good evening and thanks for coming. Thank you very much, Sack. Good evening, Plato. We're expecting one person again. So, like I said, this is a sponsored program. You know, we had to knock off Nigeria at sunset just to bring you uh, this, you know, special program. Today marks it the fifth anniversary of... Um, uh, memorial, I would say, of the late senator. I'll never forget, you know, I, I think it was uh, uh, Honorable Pamson Daya was the first person I called when I got the news. I, it was on a Thursday. I will never forget that day in my life. And, you know, he just said, he told me in house, Agaskiani, you know, before I even said anything and before, you know, you know, emotions went high. And, you know, someone called me to confirm. Then I said, well, uh, that is unfortunate news we got. But, uh, well, not to throw us into that, you know, uh, really dark emotional state. So let, let me start with Honorable Pamsin Dagat. I mean, you've worked with the uh, late Senator Janus project really closely, you know, really, really uh, close. And he brought this idea of greater together. In fact, when I, anytime I read the words, maybe on the street or on the internet, that the future is bright as the promises of God. I mean, nobody on this planet, nobody has ever said that it was only the Senator Janus Pajok that said it. You know, uh, I stand tall, you know, to say this because I've never seen it anywhere. You always say that the future is bright as the promises of God. And he believes in this idea that, look, we are greater together. Would you like to talk to us on Pams and Dagiad about, you know, this idea, working with the man, you know, closely? I would like for us to talk about his ideas, his foundation, and some of the things that uh, you uh, you people would like to do, you know, to because it's your days, your time, you people will do to keep some of his ideas, you know, on how he envisions society to be governed. Talk to us about it. Well, thank you, um sometimes when you talk about GNS, it creates some emotions. Mm. Uh, I and GNS came a long way. We lectured together at the Plateau State Polytechnic. Uh, then I left for the university. Down the line, he too came back, came to the university, and we worked together. Mm. Uh, he was first appointed uh, into into government with Darajan before I came and joined him there. So invariably, you find out that in our youthful uh, period, we've been together. Yeah. We had cause to argue in so many developmental things and uh, disagree. And in other instances, agree. So he is somebody who will listen and will want to hear the other opinions because he doesn't believe that he knows everything. And he doesn't equally believe that nobody knows nothing. 
think that is the philosophy that drives uh, late Senator GNS project. So this idea of greater together, uh, um, tell us, since you've been with him, you know, when he was alive for a very long time, what is the, tell us the heart of that, you know, idea, greater together. Uh, actually, uh, there was a period when uh, a petition was sent to the House of Assembly uh, against the government, the sitting government, and youth that came. Was then? Yes. Not this uh, one, the, yeah. the, the, the government then. Uh, the government I served. served uh, so, uh, in my office, we felt that this petition needs to be addressed. And youths, creative youths came together, very responsible youths. They came together to my office and we sat down and we said, okay, we need to look at this thing in its old perspective. Mm. And that's where the G17 came. Quite different from G17, the, yes. Okay. Uh, so, a G17 was formed, and then we, after dealing with the petition, the issue is that what do, what do we see as a way forward? More so, we shouldn't forget, GNS did not, in his wildest imagination when he was in the Senate, had it behind his mind that he's coming to contest for the position of the governor of Plateau State. I think we need to put that in a very perspective, clear perspective. Okay. Yes. But when the politicking came up, and somewhere along the line, it was narrowed to him as a person. And the youth were very comfortable with that. And in the course of the sitting and analyzing what will be the future, the, P, the G17, as they were called at that point, agreed. And then in part of their submission, came up with different slogans and terms. That was in my office at the uh, Bureau of Statistics then. Mm. So... When we came up with so many names or tag, and then we approached the distinguished senator, it didn't take him much time but to pick a character from there and the other one and put it together, and then we came up with he came up with the greater together, greater together okay. uh, as the concept behind the collectivity of our pursuit for the, so the greater honorable, uh, honorable Daggett, you are trying you are telling us that it was it was nothing political it was just youths coming together you know and uh, uh, into perspective that Plato is a pluralistic society you know is a, is a bowl of salad different ethnic group you are, you are saying that greater together had nothing political at all is that what you want at the point it was conceived conceived okay yes okay it was in, it was geared towards building a greater tomorrow oh. and the only way we can do that is for us to put our heads together and work. And the more we are together, we will be greater. Together. We will build a greater polity. We will build a greater society. Okay. And in the course of that discourse, he personally picked that tag as the one he will want to run with when he was now uh, nominated as the governor by his party. Uh, Candidate. Yeah. Let me come to uh, Mr. John Huaradung from the Journeys Foundation. Talk to us about you know that foundation and what you seek to achieve. I do know that if not because of the curfew and the reality of you know of our time, uh, today would have been the second uh, memorial lecture of the Journeys Project Foundation. Talk to us about that, sir. All right. Um, the concept of uh, the Journeys Foundation uh, is basically and deliberately about youth participation in governance. Deliberately, it, it seeks to involve the youth, the youth uh, group 
into governance. Not uh, politics so now, because governance is different from poli uh, politics. You're saying that of, just governance. No, we are talking about both the political and, and the, the governance. governance. Okay. There's a process. There's an electoral process that leads to governance. And so the youths have been deliberately excluded from the electoral process and governance. Mm -hmm. And so this foundation is all about bringing in the youths to participate actively in the political process, in governance. It's very unfortunate that over the years, you find out that youths who have had a large chunk of uh, the, the, the number when it comes to uh, votes, but then they are clearly excluded from, from governance. And so this foundation is all about having people the, the, the youth to come together so that they were able to, to know the strengths of having their future in their hands. And so for the, for the foundation, uh, foundation mm. we were supposed to have uh, uh, um, a, discussion. a discussion cycle this year, but then because of... Today, the, I know that today. <laughs> basically. And so uh, because of the curfew and all whatnot, we're not able to have it. But then the the uh, topic for this year is uh, gender inequality and its impact on national development. Now, the foundation is looking at the youth and then gender also included. Genus represents. Yeah, I like how women. that. Sorry to cut you, but I like how uh, that you know because anytime they say youths, people think that is male gender. Exactly. But I like how you know gender and you know female as well. Please go ahead, yeah. Now you find out that women are excluded. You find out that in the, in in uh, every political party, the only uh, thing a woman will have is the woman leader. And I've seen cases where uh, some parties have the women leader as men. <laughs> And so you wonder where the, the, the role of the woman is in national development. And so this year is trying to look at the gender inequalities, the patriarchal dominance of men in the political system, in the political process, and how women will be involved in, in the political process. Now, when you look at the... the uh, from 1999 to date, we've had uh, women participation in the electoral process and in governance. And then there's a 35% uh, affirmative action for women participation in governance. That has not been achieved. If you look at the, the statistics from 2019 down to, 2000, to uh, 1999, it has been a retrogressive move. Instead of a progressive move, women have been... Uh, are deliberately taken out. And so, why has have women been excluded? When you look at how women have been involved in politics, those who have been given opportunities, how have they fared? They, most of them have fared very well. And so, the GNS Foundation doesn't also look at just the woman, it looks at the youth. We want to look at deliberately how young girls will be involved in the political process, from the primary school, from the secondary school, how I, when you are given an opportunity Not to become, to, to become a, a, a class rep, mm. what do you do? Okay. When you are given the head girl, what do you do? So want to catch them young. Okay, interesting. Uh, Victor Meshak, do you want to say, you know, uh, maybe give uh, perspective, uh, give your own perspective to what uh, Mr. John just said? Yes, actually, um, to, to add up to what he has said, um, for us, uh, the foundation 
uh, the parsing of GNS for us is an ideology. And this ideology represents many things. It represents peace building. It represents leadership and governance. It represents justice. It represents inclusive leadership and inclusive governance. And when you want to talk about inclusive governance or leadership, you cannot relegate the other gender simply because the society seems to look down on them. If we want to talk about inclusive education or inclusive participation towards the progress of the society, every person should be brought on board. Now, we cannot talk about developing the society without involving the woman. We want to change the narrative. Gone are the days whereby a woman, when she wants to contest a political office, you begin to hear some certain nasty things being talked about her. But we want to now tell the women that, come, we there should be a platform whereby even the men should agree with the women to other another to present a platform whereby we can both and all of us develop our society. So we are looking at it from that perspective. And also we are looking at the concept of justice. We cannot be championing the cause of justice and we would shine our eyes from calling on all parties to look at the table and see what the women can offer, what the young girl can offer, what the young men can offer, what the boys can offer, what the men who can offer. So every one of us, like uh, 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 my Oga here said, uh, he did actually said, the GNS as a person believes that nobody knows it all and nobody that doesn't know anything. It means every one of us has it's something important. in him okay. that can be good for the development of the nation as well. Well, uh, in case you just join us, this is a sponsored program, Nigeria at Sunset. So it's sponsored because some, um, you know, disciples, so to speak, and the GNS Foundation, uh, you know, approached us and they said they will sponsor the program for this evening. So it's a sponsored program and today marks it exactly five years. The memorial of the late Senator Gyang Yam Shom, also known as Senator Janice Pajok. Uh, we have one of his former aides who just joined us, Barrister J.K. Chris. Good evening and thanks. thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you, listeners. Pleasure. Uh, well, let me... Uh, well, uh, John Kelly was here before you, so uh, <laughs> I wanted to say John Ballingform again. Maybe I have to call John to say maybe he has bewitched me. I don't know. But, uh, Mr. Kelly, talk to us about, you know about this ideologue, so to speak, you know, uh, Janice Pajok, and some of the values, for example, uh, that you benefited from him, for example. Well, basically, talking about um, late Senator Janice Pajok, I think even a day will not be enough for you to characterize his personnel, what he represents and what he stands for. Um, because basically, he stood for so many things on the plateau. And um, looking at the trajectory of his um, uh, 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 trajectory of his coming up on board, you know, into governance, mainstream governance, right from the when he was a teacher from secondary school down to the tertiary institution from polytechnic and the university, I saw him as somebody who transformed himself into the various offices that he occupied. He was not an ordinary politician that stays aloof in all the people, but he transformed himself to represent the character of the offices, particularly as the DG Research and Planning Government House and also the Chief of Staff and the Senator. When you approach a lot of people on 
on the streets. They will tell you their first experience encounter with Lesson Etogenes Pwajok. They will tell you that he's an unassuming politician. He was just a different or one of a kind when you look at it from the perspective of a political office holder. Because most people, when, you, when elected into various political offices, what you see is that they become a kind of um, running away from the people and running away from the reality of performing the functions of the offices. But that was totally different, which was why I endeavored to get closer to him and we worked you know, in various ways in saying that um, uh, governance is entrenched you know, on the plateau. Now, when the concept of Greater Together now came on board, I looked at it as a platform where unity and diversity was being metamorphosed, so the plateau would be looked differently, because it was bringing an ideology of good governance, justice, equality, and also working together with the people. And you know, Plateau City is coming from an experience of, you know, stereotype where a lot of narratives have been narrated falsely against the Plateau Man. So bringing this fusion of people from different backgrounds, different religion, and also having a foreknowledge of the entire society by coming together to harmonize into a document, a working document that will become a body that will be used probably in governance. But unfortunately, a lot of things happened along the line. And let me tell you an experience why some of these things were going through that perspective. When I was serving um, in Jigawa State, I had this nasty experience, which when I returned back and I shared with him, and he said that is even part of the issues why we must address here on the plateau. My first day in camp, after the normal procedures, you know, at the gates and into the mainstream of the camp, the documentation and the rest. And one man in one of these northern states who eventually became my platoon officer, he checked my details and he now told me that why are you people killing us on the plateau? I was shocked with that narration. Far away in the north, and I was just there, you know, right thinking just within me, why could have, what, what, what must have, you know, informed the basis of the that, basis you know, of, thought yeah, and idea, basically. So after the screening of my details and he kept it aside without even integrating it into other details, and I stood firm for about five minutes and asked him, why is my form still there? And I said, okay, sorry. He now integrated it. So when I returned and we discussed this issue with Lesson to Janus Pajak, he said that by the grace of God, this is the kind of narration we're trying to change on the plateau. Once we get into governance, we must bring everybody on board and we must work together as a people, irrespective of where you have come from, irrespective of your ideology. The most important thing is to make him plateau state great, you know, for all of us. Okay. Well, this is a sponsored program, a five-year memorial of the late Senator GNS Project. It was sponsored by the GNS Project Foundation uh, and Nigeria at Sunset has been knocked off right mm. now. So in the studio, just to, you know, refresh our memories, our minds. We have John Huaredung from the uh, Janice Foundation, Victor Wards Meshak, uh, well, Wards is not his name, but Victor Meshak Jato, that's his <laughs> name, yeah, from the Janice Foundation. I have one of the closest friends of um, uh, the late Senator Janice Project, that is Pioneer Statistician General in Plato State, Honorable Pams in Dagat, and of course, Barrister Jakey Chris, who was uh, one of his closest, closest aides, and uh, John Keller, who has basically said that, look, I'm his protege and he's my mentor. So, Akbayami has a question. Um, I, I'll bring in a barrister, J.K. Chris, very soon. Uh, before you joined us, Honorable Pamsin talked about uh, the basic ideology that the 
great distinguished senator soda which is collectivism everybody coming together i think that's the perfect way to examine or to explain you know greater tomorrow and greater society that you know the late senator sold out to the people i didn't get the privilege of relating with him one-on-one i mean i interviewed him maybe a couple of times uh, but then after i followed this trend of politics i mean you looked at the the the, the caliber of people that came to the plateau to attend his funeral i was there you work with him that means you had the first stand opportunity of relating with his personality aside of politics who exactly was the late distinguished senator for somebody like me for instance or probably for somebody that just got onto the plateau and you know maybe about a year ago and he heard that there was someone like that but never had the opportunity of relating with him who was he while he was alive and what exactly had you know seems to endear him to the heart of a lot of young people on the plateau irrespective of your political divide um, it's a pleasure to also lend my voice in this day, a very great day, a day that we lost a rare gem, um, a confident, a leader in his own field, in his own world. I always say he is one of his kind, that he's alone in this generation, basically because of what I've seen in him. I've been so close to him. Most especially in his sojourn in the Senate, in the National Assembly, I was his personal assistant, and I've been so close. To answer your question in just a word, who is GNS to me and to people? I always say this, that GNS is an angel on assignment here on earth. He came to this world just to serve and go. I always told people that it's as if our late boss knows that he is not going to last long in this world. And then he decided to serve the people, selfless service in the true sense of the word. Selfless. When I say selfless, he doesn't care about himself. He look out for others. He look out for everyone. He is humility personified. He is so humble that you can never imagine. Even... At the, at the age he attained the height he attained by privilege, by divine grace, he was still as humble as you can think of. He looked out for people. He believes that leadership is a role performance of some duration. That look, you are there to serve people, not your own interests. As we can see, even in his position, the position he held, at a point, he's the most sought for in this state. He's the most sought for personality in this state, at a point. But yet, he decided to be as humble as he could. He decided to avoid all. He, he could have been the richest politician even in that regime, if he so wishes. Looking at the influence he weighed in the, in the administration. But he decided, no. What he needs is to mentor young people, to come up with you. He brought us from the university. He started training us right from the university. Personally, I know him like throughout my life. In the late 80s, I came close to him through his, his dear friend, my uncle, David Zhang I became so close to him. I grew up like that. As soon as he discovered us in the university, he started mentoring us. He started teaching us. He started exposing us into government policies. Say that, look, you are the ones that will drive this policy. The policy is you driven. So as a person that has been so that has been privileged to serve him, I always say that, look, I, 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 I can serve him any day, any time. 
So he's so humble. He's so selfless. He look at the, the lowest person that you can check around. He cares about his security man, the Megad. He cares about the downtrodden. He does everything in the interest of people that you, 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 you overlooked. He said, look, the Megad that you are seeing is the person that will, the last person that will help you when you are in need at a point. So do not overlook him. He championed courses. He mentored young people. I think among the people he mentored, we can we can mention names even while he was in government in uh, and even out of government. Yeah, could so you mention like someone pr- prominent that has you know is holding on to uh, a political position now? Or, yes, yeah. the, the right honourable speaker of Plateau State House of Assembly is someone that late honourable Janice Pajok mentored. So it goes to portray the fact that yes, he is bipartisan, for example. Yes, he is bipartisan, and his ideology is look one 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 instance came when when he was campaigning and an opposition person. Came Typical of a politician, he wants to come and exploit him. He doesn't know that. Look, this man knows where he, he belongs to. When I said in his presence, I said, This man is not from your political party. He said, JK, calm down. That is not how we play politics. Allow him. We might, you don't know. You need everybody in politics, even the people in opposition. We have people like uh, Philip Dasum. He was also a member of a key member of Greater Together Movement. And then the present commissioner of commerce in Plateau State. Abi, who was our senior legislative aide. These are the people, these are just few of the people that he mentored. Even while in government, he has people that he also met, people like Honorable uh, Chris Quadra and the rest. He believes in young people. He believes that, look, young people are the ones to drive policies of government. That you need fresh brands, you need people that are technologically driven. And then, because the future belongs to such people. And then the generation that is coming, he believes, he so much believes in the next generation. Um, uh, let me go to Honorable Pamsin. Um, you, beside just, uh, you know, growing up together, like you said, uh, you were lecturing together before you moved to university, you met him again in politics when he went to mainstream. And um, five years down the line, um, it seems to be absolutely more relevant than even politicians that are alive. That shows that, uh, you know, his legacies actually went deep to the heart of a lot of people that they've not been able to let go of what they held on to. Now, as a person, how well do you think his foundation or his, his legacies have been able to, you know, come out through the foundation to a typical young person? Because if you look at one of the problems we have in this country, it's been how shallow our leadership structure had been. A lot of people attached to people now because of what you want to gain from them. And they've said this, our generation is a gratification generation. You want to get something from somebody. How well do you think his ideology had gone deep into the heart of Plateau people using the GNS Project Foundation? Well, I need to say this. When you look at the people in the studio, those who are promoting the philosophy that GNS stood for, you see that they are young men. And this is five years down the line that is not alive. Typically, if it were just for whatever mm-hmm. it is, they will have fizzled out and they will have been in other businesses. For them to still uh, push this philosophy, this Push this name. GNS is like what SARS is. SARS, <laughs> SARS, ordinarily is just is, is is was there to fight for police brutality. Mm. But today, the the SARS encompasses beyond police brutality. Same thing with GNS. GNS has a person stood for 
governance, good governance, stood for youthful participation, stood for collective participation, stood for a, a generation that needs to own up to, at, to what needs to be done for the future. And if you look at what is happening here, you hear the passion to which these people are speaking. JNS is not even here to think that he has influenced them. Mm. This is five years down the line. You can feel the passion. This is what it is. It is what it is. So JNS stood for this type of uh, uh, mentorship. And then I'm happy that I am alive to feel this because he didn't just die in vain. You, like he just mentioned, he translated political party. The names he mentioned... They are in APC and they are holding very high political positions today. Like the commissioner, mm. uh, Abeyaku, who is, was his SLA. Mm. We have the speaker, who was one of his coordinators, etc. So it tells you that this is not a man that just groomed people within a particular uh, space, di- uh, space or divide. No, he believes that together we can build a formidable, workable system. Okay, uh, let me go to you, Mr. John. Um, uh, the, the theme of this year's lecture uh, is centered around, I, I said ease because it was just postponed because of the circumstances we have. And that means we'll still go back to that particular lecture. I was really looking forward because I was at the last edition. Um, the theme of this year is centered around the gender, the, the, the female gender in this case now, which uh, it's not new to you that the society seems to have downplayed their importance politically, economically, even in social responsibility. Responsibilities. Uh, but then what do you think are one of the challenges that we faced when it comes to gender inequality in this country? Uh, we talked about the 35% affirmative action and it's not even in place. Uh, just like he said, we've had a, a downward spiral compared to what we had in 1999 under the leadership of former President Olicia Gombasonjo. We had, you know, female holding key members of his parliament. The same thing under the late, you know, President Yaradua as well. What do you think are, are these things that are limiting uh, you know, instance now, uh, those things that are huge challenges when it comes to gender equality in this country as it relates to the foundation. Well, I think the gender issue is still a work in progress as far as Nigeria is concerned because you just made mention of the 35% affirmative action. And you can see it's become so worse even under this present administration that we're not even near to the 35% affirmative action. And um, there are a lot of cultural and also psychological and biological you know, um, norms that also affect even the gender-based issues in the country. And um, it would also interest you to note that all over the world, we have just about six countries that have legalized the structure or integrated the affirmative action in terms of the legal rights of women into their laws to guarantee their ability to work freely with their men counterparts. And the countries are Belgium, Denmark, France, Luxembourg, Sweden, and um, Latvia. Latvia is somewhere around um, Eastern Europe. So these are the only countries in the world that have worked structurally, you know, in terms of engaging women perfectly into the mainstream of working together. But here in Nigeria, we still have cultural norms that there are basic um, um, engagements that those cultures feel that some particular jobs are reserved only for men. Okay. You know, in terms of also the psychological aspects, psychological aspects, they feel that the 
psychology, they will psych you to the extent of believing that, okay, you can only do this. And you are confined this basically to your aspiration. So I believe that we have a lot of work to do in Nigeria by okay. making enabling laws, you know, that women can also be brought into the mainstream of politics. And I always say this, that women will not just be drove into the system by force. You also have to come out to identify yourself and show the talents and your ability, you know, to be engaging into the system. All right, let, you let, show the stuff that you are made of that basically yeah. you can be lifted in some sort. Let me come to John Huaradun. Talk to us about the mission statement, the vision statement, the objective, the aims, you know, of this foundation. And by the way, in case you just join us, this is a special sponsored program in memory of the uh, late Senator GNS Pajok. Today makes it the fifth year uh, that he has gone, you know, to the great beyond, so to speak. Uh, we have people from his foundation, the GNS uh, Pajok Foundation. We have John Keller. We have his former aide, uh, Barista Jackie Chris, his dear friend, and of course, his closest colleague, uh, Honorable Pamson Dagiat, pioneer statistician, general in Plato State. We have Victor Meshak Jato, also known as Victor Words, and we have uh, Mr. John Huaradung. Please go ahead uh, and talk to us about the mission statement, the vision, and uh, whatever that you would like people to know about this foundation and how they can participate, and after which, we'll open the phone lines. All right. Um the GNS Foundation has as its motto. We have a motto which we 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 are deliberate about, and it is it is shaping sustainable future. Shaping a sustainable future. That's the motto. And so the the motto is about bringing people together, bringing a sustainable future together, and it's all about the youth. The youth are the ones that will drive in the process of a sustainable future. The vision of the foundation is to make Nigeria a developmental hub of progress, ensuring a peaceful, united, inclusive, and democratic society. And that is the, the, the vision of this uh, particular foundation. We have the mission statement. The mission statement is to work towards an inclusive, democratic society anchored on just and peace. We have our thematic areas, which are very, very important to uh, how we work our activities, how we, we involve with other civil society organizations, how we are able to engage every other sphere of the foundation. And um, may I also say that this foundation was actually formed in 2017. 17. 2017. And so we are... We are actually very deliberate about looking at how the 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 society is is going to is going to become brighter looking at the person of GNS Pajok what he entails his ideologies his uh uh his uh intelligence towards bringing uh education particularly as the director of research what he what he what he represented bringing intellectualism into governance and that is very key okay. as far as this uh, foundation is concerned yeah. the thematic areas okay yeah may, please, I, yeah. may, I, may I run just run please, through yeah, the go, thematic yeah, areas ahead, so, yeah. we have uh, we work on the peace building uh, we have democratic governance we have justice and rights we have women and youth uh, empowerment we have health and environment as well as education and human development sounds good Zero nine zero nine eight eight four eight eight four eight. If you have any question about, you know, wanting to be a part, for example, of the foundation, I guess, uh, uh, Mr. Dung, they can, you know, always get in touch. Okay, zero nine zero nine eight nine eight eight four eight eight four eight zero nine zero five five six 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 nine nine. Let me take some tweets that I can uh, set my eyes on. Bashir Abu 
Kare is saying he sought a plant of togetherness in our hearts and defined the real meaning of humility with his actions. Despite he, uh, he has gone, time isn't enough to fade his name in our lives. May his gentle soul continue to rest in peace and your good prayer will say Amen. Amen. Okay, well, let's go to Jerry Ola on Twitter. He's saying, for anyone to be a good leader, you ought to have the ability to listen and listen well. Let Janice Pajok has that ability to listen to everyone and he has, he was the governor or maybe president. We never had. Okay, let's take the first call. Good evening to you and tell, tell us your name and where you're calling from. We're glad you called. We got to you late. Sorry about that. Zero nine zero five five six 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 nine nine, or you call zero nine zero nine eight eight four eight eight four eight. I hope this one works. Hello and good evening. Hello, good evening to you. Yes, talk to us. Tell us your name and where you're calling from, please. We're glad you. Thank you very much. My name is Sadiq Umar. I'm calling from Tijan Junction. We're happy you called. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, I to mention guest that's talking well uh, about our legend, our youth politician, who is James Paddock. Actually, the sad one today is a mad day that we lose uh, James Paddock as a politician that has everybody in mind. But since James Paddock as a politician in Nigeria, he has everybody in mind. And he's a person that all the two person will never forget him. And Nigeria at night, since his antecedent that we are bringing to the border of the political system. But we are praying for him to ensure rest in peace. And also, we are calling on the Nigerian politician to carry his antecedent, bringing women on board because he's the man that always carries women on board. He's the one that always promotes youth and promotes the peaceful development in Platistic. But comparing what is happening in, in Platistic and what Janet Fajr have left, there's nothing to talk about because he's a person that always led the people, he always listened to people, he always, always talked to people. And we are praying that the youth on Platistic well, have to wake up. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Sadiq. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Please uh, try as much as possible to make your comment in a minute. You know, uh, we have lots of people who like to call in the live studio. After this call, Okbami will take us through Facebook. Hello and good evening. We're glad you called. Good evening. Okay, that seems not to work. Hello and good evening. Hello. Good evening, sir. Yes, good evening. Talk to us. We're glad you called. Tell us your name first. Okay. Well, okay, it seems not to work, so let's take some Yeah, time. I'll go to Albach, uh, Dagza, and he said, The late Senator Janus Project was a gift to humanity, snatched by death. Uh, he was an epitome of a good leader. He was a teacher and a mentor. His legacies would continue to remind us of him, and his memories would forever remain in our hearts. God rest his soul. Good afternoon. Uh, Ezekiel Omarigbe says, The late Janus Pajok was a true leader that gave hope to the youth during his time in office. Uh, his memories live on, rest on, my mentor. Um, Said Shamsidin says, The death of Janus was a loss for all Platonians because he made us know that we are all one and we are greater together. But it pains me that some of us did not see the good intentions of Janus until when he was dead. 
if some of our leaders today can do half of what GNS did, our plateau state will have been greater than this. With the hashtag, rest in peace. John Hero John says, good name is better than looting palliative that is meant for the poor. GNS continue to rest in peace. Timba Ayuba says, may the soul of late GNS Pajo continue to rest in peace. Plateau missed a great leader. Zephaniah Davos says, Plateau is missing Senator GNS from being our governor. Is our own form of June 12. Okay, I'll continue resting with the Lord. Stephen Asham says, We lost a great man of honor in GNS Pajok. May his soul continue to rest in peace with the Lord. His legacies will forever remain in our eyes. A big congratulations to. Okay. Uh, VJ Sticks says, uh, May his soul continue to rest on. To me, he will have been the best thing that could have happened to Plateau State and its environs. Okay. Barnabas Uke says, May the spirit of Senator Janus Pajok continue to rest in the bosom of Abraham. And for, his, and for this government, it's only them that they know what they're doing. Okay. Woodira Johnson says, The late Janus Pajok was a great hero, a man of integrity, and a man of Plateau people. Uh, Dimas Bala says, Indeed, the late Janus was a true leader par excellence. His legacies keep speaking for him. I just pray that God would raise someone to fill the vacuum because the vacuum is still empty. The question to all of us is, what would you be remembered for when you are no more? Well, that's the question we should deal with. Ordained Revelation Benley says, uh, the late Janus was my lecturer during my school days. At times, he comes to class without a test book or notes, but he still does justice to the topic. He taught us the Nigerian government. Um, he taught us that the Nigerian government is a true icon with his life cut short. Okay, he should speak about corruption and how the youth would one day revolt in Nigeria and where we are seeing it today. Charity Harley says, Janice Major meant well for the state, but he died before the realization of his dreams. And the Nigerian politician knows what to do better for this country to get bigger. Nanle says, God bless the family that the Janice left behind. He lives on. Uh, the death of Janice Major was a great loss to this generation, considering his track record of vision and leadership. We need the likes of Janice and late Emmanuel Nanle in today's leadership. Let this be a wake-up call to our youth of today, that we can be the best and be a blessing to our generation. Uh, Principal Meilumo says that. I think we need to stop it. We've got loads of this message. Yeah, we can't. I mean, to be suicidal. So, this will be the last call. Anytime I say last, it doesn't, he doesn't work, always so. come through. Sorry, sorry <laughs> about that. My bad. Yeah, well, this just popped in. This tweet coming from James Wan Marcus Gum. He's saying, "Any person that has a lot of ideas will never run of money. Run out of money." Okay. Janice Pajok, rest in peace with Jesus. We live to miss him. Okay, okay. The first part is very interesting. Any person that has a lot of ideas will never run out of money. Interesting. I don't know how money relates to Janice Pajok, you know, on this one. Okay, uh, gentlemen, I'll, I'll start taking your final comment in 2020 seconds. Um, I'll start with, uh, okay, let me start from uh, Mr. John Huaradung, you know, from the Janice Pajok Foundation, you know, this because of the peculiarity of you know our time when will the event you know discussion circle you know come again because it was supposed to be held today but unfortunately talk to us about that uh well uh we are not uh yet certain but uh we hope that uh the the uh, society normalizes, uh, the curfews and all what not normalizes. But uh, all things being said, uh, we hope that uh, in a week or two, 
we hope that uh, the memorial cycle will continue. So we're inviting everyone to be part of uh, the discussion cycle. We want to see people participate. We want to see youths coming out. We want to see uh, GNS as a person uh, having the bridge between the old and the young all being uh, uh, participant in that uh, discussion cycle. We hope everybody comes. To, uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Well, Victor Wards, your final uh, thought. I keep saying Victor. I wanted. I always want to regard you with your government name. So, <laughs> please go ahead. You know, from the foundation, uh, talk to us about you know whatever it is you have in your mind in twenty seconds. Yes. Uh, actually, uh, uh, the foundation is looking forward to having many youths to grace this great, uh, wonderful occasion. Hopefully, like he did say. We are going to see how uh, to come up with a date, hopefully. And again, what we are hoping in the foundation is that uh, for people to key into the idea of this foundation, and it's all about the society, it's all about... Where is it located? Where is the location? The office, for example. Uh, the, the office of the... Foundation. Okay. For, for now, for now, uh, we, we haven't... You're sorting it out. Yeah, we're, we're sorting it out. We haven't okay. established that, but we're still... How about social working. media? Do you want to give your social media handles, your email? Because maybe someone will like, yes, will like uh, to write your Yes, email. we have a, a GNS Project Foundation on Facebook. Okay. Yes, I think when you get there, you, uh, when you like our page on Facebook, you get informed about our events and okay. happenings around. And so we invite every person to be part of it. Uh, like I did say, GNS is an ideology and this ideology cannot survive with a society and that is why we believe as our motto okay. is shaping a sustainable future together. together. Well, John Keller, uh, your final word in 20 seconds. Well, I think my final word will be one of his um, quotes that basically most of the times I, I look at it um, dispassionately and permit me to quote and he said that I will emphasize that leadership is simply and squarely role performance of some duration, but this role must be passed on to the leader by his or her people, held in trust and exercised with requisite honesty, integrity, clarity of purpose required to stimulate and effect positive change. How I wish that this would be what Plato State will be singing, you know, as we go forward. Thank and you. All politicians should also found it as a necessity to work by the wishes of the people. Thank you, Barrister J.K. Chris, in 20 seconds, and then we'll go to uh, beyond, Pumps. beyond talking yeah. on radio mm -hmm. and beyond uh, speeches. I hope and I pray that I will see the character. The kind of influence he has passed on to us, also passing to the younger generation to emulate. He has done a lot of work in peace building, a lot of work that we can sit down and explain what he has done in building peace between the rural communities and the urban communities. And he has worked in, in that area rigorously. And in the light of the NSAS movement and all the wave of youth activism in the country now, mm. we want to urge... I want to pray that the right honorable speaker would bring out some of the qualities he emulated from 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 Janus and then exhibit and show and carry the young people along in governance in these states. The young people are left behind. The young people are not part of this governance in total. Okay. So as a young as a youth representative in this government, we want to pray and urge him to really work okay. with the youth and then see what he can do. Uh, we pray this day that his soul rests in peace. We love him and we we'll always miss him. Thank you. Yeah, well, he's with God. 
that's my faith you know i don't care what you, i don't know what you believe in but i believe that he's with god that's my faith and it may be childish but <laughs> that's what i i want to believe well mr pamson that yet well i would, <clears throat> I would rather want to end with a caution mm-hmm. choice is a god's giving privilege that we should use it wisely we had a choice between gns and what we have so we should live with whatever we have chosen so be it. May his soul rest in perfect peace. And to your good prayers, we'll say amen. Stay tuned to the news top of the hour. Six o'clock. I have the buttons here. Okay, I mean, you dare not do anything. So. <laughs> have a good evening. Uh, well, the news will come your way uh, by now. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you very much. Well, next time, John, what are doing, you are saying that you want to do thematic on women. There was no lady on this panel. So I'm, I'm not happy about that. You have to walk the talk. Don't worry. You'll get to see the women. Okay. Thank you. Have a good evening. Bye now. Well, it was awesome. This has been a special sponsored program uh, to mark the five years uh, memorial of the late Senator JNS Pajok uh, by the JNS Pajok Foundation. Uh, it was really uh, not a regular, regular program for me, so it was awesome. Have a good evening. Bye now. Thank you for listening to JFM Podcast.